Because the earth belongs to God and all that is therein. Brother, I want you to lift up your hand this morning. Just bless this God who has given you a life to live. Give him praise for all his benefits, all his blessings upon your life. Appreciate him because he is God. Beside him, there is no other one. He is the king of all kings, the lord of all lords. He has authority over all things that he has made, including you and I. Give him praise. Give him worship. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God by yourself. You are God all by yourself. Brother, I want us to thank the Almighty God. Either you believe it or not, this is a year of new beginning for you and I. This is a year of full restoration. It doesn't matter what you have lost. Everyone has declared it. It is your year of jubilee. Just go ahead and give Him praise. Even for all your errors, it is cancelled. God is opening a new chapter concerning you and I. Bless him because all sins are forgiven. Bless him because all debts are cancelled. Bless him because all that have been lost shall be restored. Let's thank him for the successful convention. Let's thank him for unusual miracles. Let's thank God for the protection. Let's thank God for thwarting the plans of the wicked. Let's appreciate the almighty God for this new season. Give him glory. Give him praise. Believe and trust God. It has been declared. You will see it. You will enjoy it. You will handle it. You will partake of it. There shall be evidence. There shall be proof. We give you praise. We give you all honor. We appreciate you, Almighty God. Blessed, 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 blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. We are here again in your presence. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for the sound that can come out of our mouth as we open it. Thank you for the eyes that can see. Thank you for everything within us that is functional. Thank you nobody was carried here this morning. Nobody dressed up for us, Father, we thank you. We give all the glory for forgiving all our sins. We thank you for your mercies that endure forever. Thank you for new grace for each day. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. We cannot thank you enough for the convention. It was marvelous. It was wonderful. It was miraculous. We bless you for our Father and the Lord, for all the ministers that you use. Thank you for making us to be partaker. Those of us that went are those that could not go. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we exhort ourselves this morning, please speak to our hearts. Let us hear beyond the letters. Reveal your heart to us. 
bless us, Father, and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and unmatched name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Please help me welcome somebody beside you say, Happy Perfect Jubilee and Happy New Year. Some people might be wondering, ah, but we are in August. Anyway, for the Redeemed Christian Church of God, our New Year begins and closes with convention. So by um, September, we are starting a brand new year. And it has been declared, and it will manifest, it's a year of perfect jubilee. Ah, okay, it's a year of perfect jubilee for me. A year of total restoration and a year of new beginning. Let's put our hands together again for the youth choir. God bless you. The Lord will increase you more and more. I, I would just like to suggest that anytime you are teaching us a new song, let's make sure it is written so that we can partake. Not everyone, not all of them. All right? And then you mix the hood with the new. All right? God bless you. A round of applause for them once more. We want to thank everyone for all that you are doing, for your support, for your prayers. The Almighty God will reward you abundantly in Jesus' name. Please turn your Bible quickly with me to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 30. I'm going to read two texts very quickly. The first one is 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel 2, 30. <clears throat> Pardon me. 1 Samuel, chapter 2. Verse number 26. And Eli will bless Elkanah. No, sorry. Verse 30. Verse 30. All right? First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. But now... The Lord says, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. The second one I would like to also read, Numbers chapter 20. Numbers chapter 20. Please, if you can put on the new NIV version for me. Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. If you can put the NIV version for me. NIV, NIV, New International Version. Quickly, please. Okay, let me read from here. All right. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelite, you will not bring this community to the land I give them. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts in Jesus' name. I want to share with us this morning, God helping me very quickly, unlocking the blessing through honoring. Unlocking the blessing, their blessing, through honoring. Honoring as in honor, to honor. Now, when you look at the two texts that we have read, God spoke to Moses to speak to the rock. 
That's in the Numbers chapter 20. But instead of speaking to the rock, he struck the rod. And God was angry with him. And God told him that, I have promised that you are going to enter into the promised land. But because of you have dishonored me, I will not allow you to get there. The story of Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 30 that we read. What was the complaint of God against Eli? It's a matter of honor. God has promised Eli and his household that they are going to stand before him from generation to generation to minister unto him. But we hear God complaining here that because you have dishonored me, I have canceled that promise. I pray this morning, every, counsel that, every promise that has been canceled over you through dishonor, God will restore you today. Yeah. And I want to speak particularly and specifically to the youth. Praise the Lord. Now, it, it, it should amaze you that God did not talk about disobedience. He did not even say, because you have sinned against me. What was his complaint? Because you have dishonored me. Brethren, I'm going to be, by the grace of God, once in a while, I'll be talking about principles. And anytime you hear about principles, it's talking about lay down law. Either you are a believer or you are a non-believer. Once you operate it, it will work. That's the principle. Unfortunately, most of the principles that are in the scriptures, we that are children of God, we are yet to fully understand and to operate. There are things that prayer will not solve. I repeat, there are things that prayer will not solve, but principles will solve as revealed by the word of God. In today's society, the issue of honor has been relegated to, to, the, you know, to, 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 to the back. People no longer honor each other. And like I said, if you don't honor the people that God has appointed to bless you, no matter how much you pray, you cannot unlock that honor or that blessing that is tied to honor. Prayer have its place. And one of the principles also, when it comes to prosperity or increase, is sowing, is giving. No matter how much you fast and pray, if you don't know how to give, don't expect increase. The same thing with honor as a principle. The word honor that was translated in the book of Hebrews it means something that is heavy, something that is weighty. So that's why when you treat people lightly, when you disrespect people, they say you treat them lightly. To honor means to revere, to respect. It means to hold in high esteem. I'm sure many of us, there are some clothes we honor. There are some shoes we honor. Am I saying the truth? Anytime there is rain, there are some shoes I won't wear here. If it's a leather shoe. Hallelujah. Because I know where if I wear it inside the rain, inside the mud, it will spoil. So when you hold something in high esteem with respect, 
That is honor. God is to be honored. I'm not going to speak about honoring God today because that is a topic on his own. Any man will be putting himself in trouble, in jeopardy, when he refuses to honor him who created him. And what does it mean to honor? You can do that in several ways. The way you relate, by giving, the way you speak to the person, everything can express honor. But like I said today, I'm not going to talk about honoring God. That will be for another day. But there are some specific people that God and the Bible has told us that we must honor. And I'm going to list them as quickly as I can before we pray. Number one, you must honor your parents. Hello? Who did I say you must honor? It is a must. As a matter of fact, it's part of the Ten Commandments. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be. It's not a matter of I don't like my father, I don't like my mother. That's not the issue. It's a command. And I have seen in my little light, in my little um, um, space of time in life, people that honor their parents, how mightily they were blessed. Even unbelievers. I have a friend, very rich now. In one of the days that we were um, celebrating his mother's birthday, the mother told us when the guy graduated and there was no job, how she went into the bush and was praying for the son. The son is very big today. If I mention his name, you will know him. One of these days, I will invite him. It's very big today. Prayers of mothers. Many of us have missed that. Exodus 20 is very clear. When you read Exodus chapter 20 verse 12, do you know that dishonoring your parents attracts capital punishment? What is capital punishment? Death. Please, can we read it? Exodus 20 12. Quickly, please, I have a lot of scriptures because I'm talking to the youths. And I want to quote a lot of scriptures so that you can check and confirm. Exodus 20, 20, 20 12. Honor thy father and thy... Number one, that thy days... If you want long life, honor your parents. And may I please, please, please warn mothers... Never poison your children against their father. Please. I told my children, I said, look, no matter the differences you see between me and your mother, treat your mother as a mother and treat me as your father. Don't come into our business. I remember one day she did something and I was so angry and I wanted to share with one of them. I said, dad, please, don't call me into his. Oh, I remember. I said, it is what I have said. Don't say because yeah, your father is doing something to your mother and you dishonor your uh, father. 
or because your father is this, uh, your mother is doing something to your father, you dishonor your mother. Don't get involved. Honor thy father and thy mother that your days may be long. It's a commandment of God. Matthew chapter 15 verse 4. Because they might say it's a new Old Testament now. Jesus himself said, For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and your mother, and he who causes the father or mother, let him be put to death. Some people are so bold that they even curse their parents. I've seen it. Oh, have people seen children who beat their parents? I was watching one clip one day. Hmm. Things are happening, though. The old man trusted his son, gave him a huge money of amount of money to do business. The son began to prosper in the business, and he refused to return the money to the father. And the father was already bedridden on the wheelchair. And the father had to take him to court. And the son was still bragging. I said, look at this one. When that one fall down and die tomorrow, they say, now witchcraft. No. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long. Number two. I'm going to talk about the reason we give or the reason why we don't, or why we dishonor them. I'm going to talk about it. Number two, so that I can put them together. Honor men of God. And please, when I say men of God, look beyond the person talking to you. By the grace of God, I've been pastored by many. And I'm still going to have many pastors. So as one pastor goes, another pastor will come. So it's not about personality. It's about the office. I remember when I came to this church, a man came to my house to greet me. He said, you are welcome, we support you, and all of that, but sir. And I said, sir, why are you not part of the workforce? I want you to be close to us. He said, sir, I don't want to be too close. Yoruba has a saying, Asumobaniwa I don't know how to translate that. <laughs> but what he's trying to say is that don't be too close to the king. Because when you are too close, you begin to see their weaknesses. And if you are not mature to handle those weaknesses, you will forget that you are dealing with king and they will slay you. And don't be too far from them. He's just telling us wisdom on how to relate with our leaders. I hear many people talk about minister, pastors, and all of that. You share it on video. You, anything, when pastors do well, nobody shares it. But when they make any mistake, then you begin to share it. Be careful. Don't you ever follow anyone, I am pleading with you, to point a finger against anyone called the man of God. Either it is a fake or not fake. You are not the one who called them, oh. Am I speaking? In 2 Chronicles 2020, he said, 2 Chronicles 2020, believe in the Lord your God, you shall be what? Established. Believe in his prophet, you shall be what? Why must God put prophet? I would have thought that scripture would say, 
Believe in God, your God, you shall be established and you will prosper. But God in his wisdom, who knows that is the one that has sent them, he said, honor them also. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. Hebrews 13 17. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls. And they are accountable to God. They are accountable to who? They are accountable to who? Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That will certainly not be for your benefit. When any man of God is doing the work with rigor and is not happy doing the work, can I tell you, God forbid, the people that suffer are the congregation. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. But let the man be happy. Let it be well with him. You will see anointing flow. This thing comes from within. I repeat again. As I'm talking, look beyond the person talking to you. I said man of God. I'm just one out of millions. The principle, I think it's Hebrews 7, 7. He said, Hebrews 7, 7 says, Blessing come from the higher to the lower. It's a principle. Uh, when you see a water that is moving from down, not artificial. Hello. If you see water moving from down, up. I say now what? Not artificial. No water flows from down to top. Where does water flow from? So when you make yourself equal with man of God, there is no amount of prayer that he can pray for you that will work. I don't deceive myself. And that's why you see that you will pray for some people, pam, something will happen. You pray for other people, pray, 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 nothing will happen. I can tell you, Sama, there are people that are very close to that DGO as anointed as he and they won't get nothing. Because they are too familiar. Don't ever be too familiar with any pastor that God set upon you. And I pray, may God not set evil pastor over your life. You see, unfortunately, even as you cannot change your parents, you can't change your pastor. Ah. Some people are saying, oh, I can change. Well, you know, we are living in the days where God is no longer Lord. I have told you before, there is a difference between my God and my Lord. My God is for everyone because he created all. But my Lord is the one who holds me, who gives me direction that I obey. I know you can change church as you like, but by the grace of God, I have overgrown that. I don't, go, I don't want to go where God did not send me. In my former parish, anytime we come to the altar, I will kneel down. Let it, no matter who is handed the microphone, if you have watched me, I will always kneel down. It's a principle. I am not looking at the person holding the microphone. I'm looking at what? The altar. Altar. Anyone that is holding the microphone at any point in time is speaking on behalf of God. Are you following me? It's a principle. Because we need to understand all these things. If we don't, we'll find out that we are praying. But there are certain blessings that are locked in some of these principles that we may not get. And unbelievers are operating it and they are getting results. Hallelujah. 
Look at the Shunem woman. I'm sure you know the story of a Shunem woman. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 4. He just saw Elijah. Elisha, sorry. He said, ah, this must be what? Now, think about it. How many men have passed through the house of that woman? How many? Can you think about it? But she was able to recognize a man of God. Are you following me, Samba? By honor. He is by honor. He said, come into my house and come and eat. He fed the man of God. And after feeding him, he said, look, enough of even going. Can I build a small house for you so that life can be comfortable for you? Oh, my God. There is no way you can eat under the yam and the goosey and the rishi rishi. He said, call the woman. What do you want? The woman said, don't worry. I'm okay. And she was okay. I'm okay. I'm just doing it to honor you because I honor God. The man said, no, I can't eat your food and sleep in your house without nothing. No. He said, go and find out what she needs. They found out the woman was very old and she has no child. Excuse me, how many fasting and prayer did he do? Oh, you are not answering me. How many days fasting and prayer? None. It was not recorded. Did I say you should not pray? That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But by honoring that man of God, standing desire that she has even forgotten and she has loved her, she got it. Don't despise men of God. Hallelujah. Number three. Number three. Honor your spouse. When I say honor your spouse, husband, honor your wife. Wife, honor your husband. Hello. Leviticus, no, sorry. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Husband, give honor to your wife. You know, some of us, men, we can be very arrogant. Men, can I see your hands up? Shout hallelujah. Now maybe the head. And then we talk anyhow. You know, some of us can say, look at your head. You stupid this thing and all of that. You, do you understand what I'm saying? It is absolutely wrong. You don't talk to your spouse like that. You don't talk to your wife like that. Remember, a time will come. You are going to prostrate for that woman. The elders understand what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Hello? Do you understand the elders? Even the youth understand. You are going to prostrate for that woman. The woman you have insulted. She's going to cook your food. Honor your wife. And I've also seen where wives are praying for their husband and you will see such a man with progress. I'm telling you. When you see a man who treats his wife well, and the woman is praying. Look, can your husband, can your wife lay hands on you as a man? When it gets to a stage that the woman lay hands on you and pray, forget. Where we open? They are not saying amen. Don't underrate these women, no. Men, we are just making gra ground. Don't underrate them. I'm serious. Honor your wife. Can I hear your amen, man? Stop talking to them anyhow. Honor them. Hallelujah. Wives, honor your husband. 
First Peter chapter. <laughs> this is a serious matter. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. Let the wife see that they respect her husband. He gets money, respect him. He no get money. He's a bit talk. Not drunkard. A womanizer. Show me in your scripture where Bible says only husbands that are good. My dear sister, younger ones, any man you cannot honor, don't marry him. I am serious. Oh. If you look at the guy, you size and say, this one, intellectually, zero. Spiritually, non-entity. Physically, nowhere. Don't say because you are desperate. Who you cannot honor, don't. It's key. Because those are the things that block blessings. They block blessings. The story of daddy and mommy, let me tell you. And I give that to her. There is no way I want to pray for my wife and she will stand up. She will always kneel down. Because there is a difference between daily rabbi and daily the man of God. I don't like that demon. Honestly, I don't like it. That demon, I don't like it. But I had to respect it because she was doing it as a honor. Are you getting what I'm saying? She will say, Please, daddy, please pray for me. She will kneel down. It's not about age. Of course, she's my wife. Praise the Lord. We must learn how to honor our husband. I think I've mentioned it before, the story of a woman, you know, the husband will pray for other people and things are happening and her business was not going. But she had a message like this one day that the way you are honoring pastors, honor your husband like that. Because the husband was also a pastor. But, you know, the, 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 even Jesus said what? A man does not have honor except in his own house. Even Jesus, they didn't honor him. And the Bible said because of that, little miracles were done. There is power in honor. Even Jesus Christ himself could not do much. Because people, the son of carpenter, because they didn't honor him. Number three. Brethren, number four. Thank you. You are following. Number four. Honor those who are older than you. Youth, please, I am pleading with you. It means a younger one that removed the walking stick of an elder. He also is becoming, he's going to become an elder. I see people because you are driving, you are driving, what, what can I call it now? 
you are driving Vensa because you get Yahoo Yahoo. And somebody as old as your father is driving, you say, Oriyope. Ha, because you are driving Vensa. I see many things in Lagos, so. But as Christians, we must not, we must live a different life. Even if an old man is trekking and you are driving Range Rover, oh boy, take him easy if you want to live long. Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32. Leviticus 19, 32 says, You shall rise up before the gray-headed and honor the aged. That's the Bible. People even struggle here with elders. They struggle very good with elders. That's the kind of life we are living today. Nobody is respecting anybody. But as a child of God, that should not be yours. Do you know the way I was trained till today? Till today. One of the things that brought timidity to my life, thank God for Jesus, is because when my father is talking, you look down. You don't look up. You, you dare not. You dare not. When anywhere you see elderly, anyone that seniors you, anyone that is older than you, honor them. Respect them. Don't talk to them anyhow. And there are, I don't have the time I will have talked. There are several ways you can honor because there are something very important I also want to share. Let me move very quickly. Number five, honor your boss. Anyone that is your boss in office, you, as an apprentice, please honor them. Our, our Eastern brothers, are they here? Our brother Mune is not here. Do you know what I discovered? When you, most times, the, the apprentice are bigger than the guys. I have noticed that. Am I saying the truth? Most of these guys in Alaba, you will find out that the boy they train is even much, much richer than the person that trained them. But one thing I see, they honor their, 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 their guys. No matter how long, if they are doing better, you see all of them gathered there. They will contribute money. And all of that, you know, they will honor. This, our brother, is doing something that is so, so marvelous that I am praying to God, I'm also going to do it. Brother Mike, do you know what he's doing? Do you know what he's doing? He will gather all the people that have ever ministered to him at work in the church, and he will be giving them plaque and celebrating them. The last time he, he cut cake for daddy. Do you do? It's principle. It's principle. These are things you will get without praying. Let prayer become a communication and communion between all and God. Not I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. When you oppress certain principles, things will begin to flow. Your teachers, no matter what you are, anytime, anywhere you see them, honor them. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a discussion one day. This young man has become a bank manager. And then... We are talking about no partiality, you know, as a Christian, you must do things right and all of that. And then, one of his teachers, lecturers, came to the bank, and he happened to see the man on the line. He picked him up, bring him to his office. He said, sir, what do you want? He did everything that I want to do, hand over to the man. That is honor. How can you see your teacher 
on the road and you are driving car and you drove past and you even splash water on him. The person that taught you. Ah. The Bible talks of Elisha. Elisha was a successful businessman. Anybody that has 25 employees in our present day is a big man. Why Elisha had nothing, nothing, nothing. In fact, for him to feed, he needed a widow, as poor as he was. But the Bible says, Elisha was pouring water in the hand of Elijah. No wonder he got the double portion of anointing. Whatever you honor will come to you. Whatever you dishonor will run away from you. That is the principle. First Peter chapter 2 verse 18. Let me, let me tell you a story of myself. I have learned. I have learned. I can be very stubborn and heady. Oh, I was very heady. When I, when I was, um, when I began to walk in the late 90s, my head of department was a woman. Executive manager. And I was just a senior staff. So, this is somebody that with a biro, they can ask me to go without anybody asking questions. Are you, get, are you following me? <clears throat> For one reason or the other, we, did, we didn't uh, like one another. And I just damned him. I damned him to the extent that if she's coming in the corridor, I'm coming in the corridor, she'll walk past, I will not greet her. I was that stubborn. I didn't care. Can I tell you what happened? I was on the same spot for five and a half years. No promotion, no anywhere. Because she's the one that will determine it now. She be your head. They couldn't sack me because I was very keen in that department. One day, I was still a very young Christian. One day, the Lord showed me mercy. May the Lord show you mercy. Amen. I will never forget this scripture. First, first Peter chapter 2, verse 18. First Peter chapter 2, verse 18. He said, Servants, be submissive. To your master. Not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. I say, eh? Since that day, I changed my mind. Do you know what God did? He removed me from my department and then I got promotion. Honor your boss. Honor your masters. Number six which is going to be the last one because of time. Honor government officials, oh. Hello. I see, I see the way many of you will abuse Buhari. Go ahead, oh. Don't let them handle you, Shao. No, that's not, I mean, it's the truth. I'm not saying you should not abuse him, oh. But don't let SSS carry you. Because when you pray, God will not answer. You are not getting what I'm saying. Oh, no. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And the authority that exists are appointed by who? Therefore, whoever receives the authority receives the ordinances of God. The same Romans 13, verse 7. Verse 7. Render therefore all therefore to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Custom to whom customs are due. 
Please read with me. Uh -huh. And do you know one funny thing? Many of us that are making noise, if we see Buhari now, it is contract you'll be asking for. You will ask for the problem of Nigeria. Hello. Average Nigeria is selfish. All the people that are making noise, give them opportunity. They will be talking about, Oga, don't mind them. What about me? Somebody might want to say, eh, eh, Shebi, eh, Daniel. Daniel stood against government. What happened to him? He was thrown in lion's den. You don't understand what I'm saying. When you receive the authority, punishment will come. It will take God to intervene. And God only intervenes when you are defending God. Ah. Hello? If the purpose where you are resisting authority is to defend the kingdom and to defend God, God will allow them to punish you, but he will deliver you. God is a God of hierarchy. He's a God of authority. Oh. Let me shock you. I don't have time to talk about it. Till today, the hierarchy of the devil still remains. Hello? Go and read your Bible. Till today as we speak, the hierarchy that God gave the devil in the midst of angels is still keeping it. Maybe that will be for another day when I have time. And I will prove it to you. God will never support any man that rebels. God will not support that person. No matter who you are, he will not support rebellion. Because when, when you undermine the authority of a leader, you have, you, have, you have destroyed that leadership. Except it's not the God that put the person there. Can I hear your amen? Now, now this is very key to me. Now listen. The reasons... Why we dishonor them? The excuse that many of us have to dishonor them. Please mark what I want to say now. Mark it. Mark it. Respect is end. Honor is bestowed. You want me to repeat that again? You earn respect. That is, you will be respected based on what you have done. But honor is not by what you have done, it's by your position. That's the difference. And you must know the difference. And I'm going to give you some instances in the scripture. Number one. When Noah became drunk, that was a bad behavior of a father. Hello. A father who became drunk in the house and became naked. How do you call that? Talk to me, church. That's a bad behavior. That's a bad, that was a bad behavior. And that was why I was telling you that either your, the man is a drunkard, he's a womanizer, you must honor your father. I think it was, it was um, Kena. No, is it Ham now? I can't remember. Please pardon me. He saw the nakedness of his father and he said, ah, look at my father, naked. Yeah, yeah, man. See your life. You have drunk and you have messed up yourself. You are not even giving us good example. Another child, the two other children, they saw it. They, they covered the father. They covered the nakedness. And the father woke up. He said, you that saw my nakedness, it cost him. And that cost stayed. Are you listening, sir? 
Those ones that covered him, he blessed them. The blessing stay. Look, when you just write this down, go and read Numbers chapter 30 from verse 1. Numbers chapter 30. You will see the authority of a father. Even where God say, when you make a vow and your father disannulls, he say, me God, I will pardon you. Go and read it. He said, you wife, if you make a vow to me and your husband disannulls it, he said, I will pardon you. That is to tell you that God respects what? Authority. Jacob and, Jacob and Reuben, what, everything that Jacob said over his children, they came to pass. Was Jacob a good man? Please talk to me. The man that is always doing for one night here and there and marrying wives anyhow. But then, when it was time to bless his children, it is what is pronounced upon them that God honored. Number two, Eli. Eli was already a backsliding minister. His eyes were already getting dim. Now, imagine, imagine, you coming to the church with a heavy heart and you are praying, you are praying fervently. And uh, God forbid this meal. One man of God just entered and said, ah, Where did this one they do here? You don't drink again. What will you say? I'm sure you won't come to that church again. You will, some of you will even slap the man of God. Say, I'm praying and you are, you, are, you, are, you are talking to me like that. Some of you will go and, I mean, that is another news. You'll be going, ah, that's pastor. Now you're here, man, no. You know they see. He is not spiritual. I was praying. He even insulted me that I drank. Do you know what the woman said? He said, my Lord. I was praying out of the grief of my heart. The same man that was backsliding, he said, let it be unto you as you have requested. The woman get pregnant. Oh. The same Eli prophesied for Hannah. She had many children, though. No? But in the sight of God, she has already backsliding. Look. Be careful. Did you hear what I said? The judgment of all the men of God are in the hands of God, not in the hands of men. If God has set a man of God on you, you must honor them. Especially if he's the one that will be praying for you. I know we have many internet pastors now. That's fine. I also listen to messages on internet. But your pastor still remain your pastor. I was listening to one. Please, you be careful, though. Because if you talk now, you see, you think uh, maybe because we are envious. No, it's not. Oh. I was listening to Kingsley, that one that used to talk about uh, marriage. Sir, why I listen to many of them is not because I want to learn. I want to hear what they are saying. Do you know what the man said? He said, put in a way. It's not divorce. He said, Bible is not, go and listen to him. He said, Bible is not against divorce. He said the putting away the Bible talked about in Matthew 19 was for uh, separation. And I look, at other, I look at other translations. They were all saying divorce. I look at the Hebrew, I mean the Greek translation. It's about divorce. And he, he wasn't looking at the context of the, of the scripture. Be careful, though. Another one said God is not in heaven. That if, you're, if heaven is your goal, you are, going to, you are wasting your time. Yes, Abel Demir. And these are the people that you are listening to. 
I'm not saying you should not listen to anybody. I, I follow T.D. Jakes, Joel um, 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 Noel Jones. I follow um, um, Mensah Otabi. I follow, I, I follow Pastor Kwaju Oyemade. I know the people that I follow. I don't just follow anybody. I also learn from them. But that will not take away my pastor. Because when I'm in trouble, I can't go to U.S. to go and meet T.D. Jakes. Or Ghana to go and meet Santa Otabil. I'll go to Imeke or Daddy here. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. My time is up, but please just give me a few more times as I round up. Number three, husband and wife. Learn from Vashi in the book of Esther. The mistake of Vashi was she could not separate the office of husband and of a king. When the husband said, go and call me Vatsi, he said, tell him that I'm busy. They said, eh. The officer said, if we allow this to stay, all women will disrespect their husband. That was what removed Vatsi. She didn't commit any sin, no, because she dishonored the king. Mommy, please, honor your husband. I am telling you, if, see, this issue of marriage, nobody put gun on anybody's head, though. You say I do by yourself. Hello? Uh, carry him and begin to pray. Ah, now so now, everybody carry your own. Those of you that are not yet married, shine. That's all I will say. But those of us that are in it, Oluwara Walowo. But you must honor them. I don't care whether it's a womanizer. I don't care whether it's a drunkard. As long as it's your husband, you must honor him so that you will not be dethroned. And finally, government authority. Adonijah was a senior to Solomon. Adonijah was supposed to become the king. But as God will have it, Solomon was made the king. Adonijah made a mistake. He spoke to Solomon as a brother. He forgot that he was a king. He said, go and slay him. And he was killed. Rise up on your feet. Look, don't joke with authority of God through men. Yoruba ni anitoba juni lo, ole juni nu. They say my Yoruba is too much. No verse. I like proverb. Is anybody that senior you can throw you away? All the people that you are doing buga for, eh? all the people that are doing like this for, you don't know whether they are the one that God has set on your path to make your path straight. And you are praying. Many of you out of disrespect, you have lost favor from the people that God has sent to you to help you. Will you lift up your hands and just say, Father, please have mercy on me. Today I have had the word in every way that I have dishonored my parents, my bosses, my pastor, my leaders. Lord, mercy. Every blocking, every blessing that I have been blocked. By my ignorance. Today, I know better. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Either you believe it or not, somebody is going to be delivered and be blessed. By this simple word. I'm not joking. So, if you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus. You are, you are dishonoring your maker, the one who created you. To honor him is to submit to him. 
to become your Lord and Master. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus, let's deal with that very quickly. Can I see your hands up quickly? I want to surrender my life to Jesus very quickly. On the gallery, in the auditorium, Lord, I have been living my life the way I want it. I have not honored you. Now I want to honor you by submitting my life to you that you gave to me. Here I am. Are you there wherever you are? Anyone? Okay. Praise the Lord. Now, I don't want to call specific cases, but this is what we are going to do. Can I also say, if you are here by any reason, you know you have dishonored your parents. You know, you know, you know. Or you have dishonored people that are above you or that you are not supposed to do. The first thing you are going to do is you come and apologize on this altar first. Then secondly, if you need to see me, see me. For your parents, you must deliberately go and apologize. Are you listening to me? Please listen to me. Deliberately go and apologize. Now, if after apology they still refuse to forgive you, I stand on this altar. God is a balanced God. When, Mo I mean, when uh, Jacob calls Reuben, Moses reversed it. We have the authority to reverse it. But you must do your part first. Quickly, my time is totally up. Yes, 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 yes. Come to this altar. You know you have dishonored your parents. You have dishonored your husband. You have dishonored your boss in one way or the other. Please come to the altar. Quickly. Quickly, 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 please. Quickly. Quickly. You are going to see a turn around. There are certain things that don't need prayer. It's just principle. Do it and you get result. Please come. Please come. Please come. God bless you. God bless you. Just be talking to God. Lord, I'm sorry. I never knew. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. And you are going back with favor to those people to apologize to them. And they will forgive you. They will pray for you. And you will see the door open. You will come back to give testimony. Just appeal. Say, Father, it is first of all you that have dishonored. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Father, I want to thank you for all these, your children that are out here. They've heard the word, and they have not heard in their hearts. Lord, I stand on this altar that whatever dishonor that has blocked their way, blocked their businesses, blocked their progresses, let it be removed in the name of Jesus. As they have showed the heart of repentance to go back and reamend their ways, let there be definite result in the name of Jesus. I cover you with the blood of Jesus. As you go, the favor of God will go with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed.